This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Postpartum Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Lizzie. It's been a little minute on here, and my kids have been home from school. I had a strep throat. I've been doing some work behind the scenes in my business and investing in myself, and so it's really good to be back. Today, I feel very inspired to bring this episode to you, and it came together... um, I don't like the phrase last minute because that insinuates that it's like unorganized or something because I feel like this is actually very organized on the other side of the veil. Maybe we could even say this is this, this episode is coming to you guys because I think I believe that God cares about the pain of women who have lost a child at any age or stage in their motherhood or in the child's life. And I have with us today a sacred, beautiful, wonderful, fun, gorgeous, intelligent friend of mine. Her name's McKenna. I'm going to let her introduce herself. I'm so, so happy to bring her to you. I've wanted to have her on the podcast for probably like a year. And she's, she's a, I feel like she's in high demand and she's also a busy lady and she's got kids and you know how it goes. And so anyway, um, a quick backstory is I heard of a mama whose, whose child just passed away in, in birth complications. And, um, a friend of mine who is friends to this mama, I don't know the mama, but a friend of mine who does know this mom reached out to me almost in a panic, it felt like, and was just like, how do I support her? You know, because those of us who haven't experienced infant loss, it feels so um, important to support. And yet, how do we do that? So in today's episode, I'm going to have McKenna, after she introduces herself and shares her story, we're going to be talking about um, you know, tips for the, the, I, I hate the word tips. Sorry. I said it. I was like telling McKenna, I'm like, I don't want to say tips. This is not like a crafting <laughs> interview. Okay. We're not, we're not doing arts and crafts here. This is so beyond that, but she's going to be giving pieces of hard earned wisdom, like literally heart earned wisdom and hard earned wisdom from her own personal experience of infant loss. She's going to be sharing some pieces of wisdom and just heart given, heartfelt things for the moms who have lost a baby. And that could be long ago. It could be recently. And then also she's going to be talking to those of us who have a desire to support somebody in our life who's lost a child, maybe things not to say, maybe things to say or do. So with that, McKenna, we're so happy you're here. We feel, I personally feel so honored to have you here and I'm just really excited to let you introduce yourself and share a little (laughs) bit of your backstory. So welcome. Thank you. You are so kind. I'm like blushing (laughs) with all the like compliments. But um, yeah, I am McKenna Woolley. 
I am an artist and a mother and a wife and a creator at the core. So my whole journey to motherhood and has been a creative process and it's been accessing that creative part of myself. And so um, currently I am building so many different things because if anyone knows human design, I am a manifester. And so I am constantly creating <laughs> mm-hmm. and never taking it further. I need my more generators in my life, but um, <laughs> I'm here for you. I'm a generator. Yes. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so I am um, actually trying to build a steady stream of income for me and myself and my family. And um, I'm building brand. It's called Brand Builder um, because I've been doing brands for, I've been designing brands for over 10 years um, in different areas of my life, but it's always been passive. I've just kind of allowed people to come to me, but now I'm going to build like a whole, a whole thing that people can have brands made for them. So yes. it's going to streamline oh, so businesses. So can, can I, can I interject for just a second? I yes, told you, I, yes. I warned her, you guys, I said, McKenna, sometimes I interject and I'll, I'll ask nicely, but I need to say things sometimes. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> okay. Here's what I want to say is you guys, I just, um, my heart, I like have tears coming to my eyes because for a long time, McKenna was in the depths of grief. And I think we always still are to some degree. It's not like we're not um, and she's going to share more of her story with her daughter, Claire, but it's, so, it brings my heart so much happiness. And I hope that those of you that are listening can just take hope that McKenna has lost a baby and here she is like, she is here, <laughs> here she is. <laughs> um, and she's, she's, she's just, I, it's been so beautiful and also just, just horrible at the same time to witness the whole journey. And I just am so proud of you. And I, I just can't even believe how well you're doing. I mean, I can, and I want to credit you with that. And I want to just share that. Like, that's just, sorry, I don't mean to treat you like identify no, you only by, only by the <laughs> passing of your daughter. Cause your business stuff is so exciting. And I, I want you to share about that. I'm just like, Oh my gosh, this is so fun for me. For those who don't know, I actually coached McKenna, um, for a while after Claire passed, it was a gift. Um, you know, somebody purchased McKenna's coaching sessions and, oh my gosh, it was incredible. And mm-hmm. anyway, I just, I had to gush for just a second. Okay. You can continue. Yeah. Well, it just shows that there is light beyond the, the passing of a loved one. And so yeah, I, I don't think in that phase, I ever thought I would be to this point where I would be creating again. But I think for me, that's been part, such an integral part of my healing journey is to tap back into the things that brought me joy before her passing. Um, And creativity and business was always something that was just a passion of mine. And so I, I mean, immediately after her passing, I was like, oh, what business can I create? Like, oh, I should do brand kit or not brand kits. I should do grief kits and I should send people all the amazing gifts that I received during my grief period. Well, you did not, receive it's some not amazing over, but, gifts. <laughs> but it's like, so I was already like in business mode, but my mind and my body was like, take it easy. Like the initial sting of grief is just the beginning. Like the hardest parts come afterwards. So I could jump into my journey now. Um, yeah. So I, it's been a year and a half since I lost my daughter, Claire. Um, I lost her at the end of 2020. She passed away in a sleep accident. Um, we were actually living in Florida at the time and visiting family in Utah. And mm-hmm. um, 
we had set up some beds with an air mattress and, and it just was an accident. Like things happen and we, I had slight foresight. Like I had a little bit of like prompting, oh, you should change that situation. And I didn't. And I had a lot. So the accident happened and it was four days after Christmas and it was awful. <laughs> it was everything you'd imagine a infant death mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. And so for the last year and a half, I've been working a lot through the grieving process. And mm-hmm. the first year was just anguish. Mm-hmm. Um, the second year I heard from basically all my friends that it's the second year is actually harder. Um, and it is in a lot of ways because you go through the sadness and the regret and the blame the first mm-hmm. year. And then the second year you're going through a lot of the anger. Um, and that, not, that might not be true for everyone, but that's what it's been for us is we have all been very angry and not knowing how to deal with our humongous feelings. <laughs> yeah. I love how you say us, like your whole family. I feel like you've been really open mm-hmm. about the, the fact that your, Claire's older siblings have really struggled mm-hmm. and your husband. And I, I love that you talk openly about the fact that your whole family together has struggled and each of you individually through processing yes. the grief. Yes. So she's my third baby. Um, and then I was pregnant the year I actually found out I was pregnant a month to the day after her passing. Mm-hmm. And I gave birth to Eden nine months to the day after she passed. Oh so gosh. to me, that was a sign. She she sent her daughter her she sent her baby sister to heal that day for us. Um because mm-hmm. every twenty the 29th of every month has always been a hard day until Eden and now it became a milestone for Eden's growth. So it was a beautiful sign from Heavenly Father and from her that this was part of the plan yeah. um, for us. And I can't say that for everyone. Everyone has to get that revelation for themselves, whether the passing of their child was a real thing, because it's so hard to cope with that this tragic thing could happen and it could have happened with intention. So Mm -hmm. for me, I've had that, that first full year with a lot of different therapy and healing journeys that have brought me to the spiritual point of understanding that. Um, I can't say I, my ego understanded that at all. It was, (laughs) I had a lot of coping to do, but um, yeah. So my journey was definitely, I turned to a lot of spiritual things. I turned to coaching. I turned to energy healing. I turned Mm -hmm. to meditation. Mm -hmm. Um, I am religious, but I I think the spiritual aspect has helped me understand my religion through a new lens. And so that gave me just different words and different language to be able to understand like how how the spirit side works and how Mm. how it works on this side of the veil. And so I don't know, it just gave me so many expansive tools to understanding like when I feel Claire and when I think of Claire or when she's speaking to us and how she's communicating with us that helped me to know that she's still there and that yeah. she is still a guide in our life. And so that journey has what has propelled my healing is 
building mm-hmm. that relationship with her on this, yeah. on both sides of the veil. Oh, I love that so much. Oh, it reminds me of this book I was reading. Um, it's called, it's called, is it called Signs? Well, now I don't remember and I might have to look it up, but <laughs> it was written by um, a psychic medium who is a New York Times bestseller. And I am looking it up because I kind of want to remember mm-hmm. <laughs> what it was called. But um, there it is by Laura Lynn Jackson. Okay, that's her name. So it's called Signs, the Secret Language of the Universe. Anyway, she literally has this gift where like people from the other side talk to her, they show her things, and she's able to just promote so much healing for those who have had loved ones pass on in tragic, tragic, horrible, terrible ways. So sad. And um, she does say, like, if there's one thing that those that have passed on want us to know, it's that like they're not gone and don't, don't talk about them like they're gone. Not like you're doing something mm-hmm. wrong, but, but like they're very much with us. They're very, very, very much with us. And, and her whole book signs is about how to learn how to communicate with them again in a new mm-hmm. way, since they're now in a different place, you know, physically they're not visible and all the things. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear. I think let's, let's kind of move into the three things you'd want to share with a mama. Um, who is going through infant loss and, and grief in any any stage, right? I want to include miscarriage in this. I know it's it's different, but also there's grief in both categories. And so I'm just putting we're we're together, McKenna and I are putting this out for whoever it touches and whoever it's helpful to in whatever ways. Um my curiosity, McKenna, before you share what you have prepared for the moms who are grieving, I would love to know what you've learned about um, if it doesn't feel too sacred and personal, because if it does, we can skip mm-hmm. over it and I can totally like take this part out of the episode. But if you wanted to share anything about um, like, yeah, how you've discerned and felt Claire, because I'm, 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 I'm imagining somebody who's lost a child wants to know, yeah, how can I better communicate with them? Oh, yeah. I think that's probably such a valuable tool to the mom, especially, um, Mm -hmm. or just the family who's grieving. Like if you are spiritual or religious at all, like you believe in life after death already. So that, that comes with your innate belief, but explore that if you aren't religious, like explore the idea of the spirit world and that there is life after death. Mm -hmm. Um, because the belief is the very first start is just believing that they do live beyond. And when you go through the grieving process, like that is highly challenged. Like (laughs) you are stripped down to the bare nothings of your beliefs and wondering what you even believe. And if you Mm. even believe it now, Mm -hmm. Um, because you can believe something your whole life and then come to face hard challenges and you are like, wow, do I even believe this anymore? And so I think that's a totally natural part of grief is to allow yourself to really experience the full extent of, you know, wiping the slate clean and trying to build it. I mean, you build on your foundation, but you're able to really find yourself again and go to the very core of your beliefs. So yeah. For me, I think you'll it'll ebb and flow between do I believe this, do I not, and then totally like yes, I do. Yes, I do believe this. And so, mm-hmm. um, for me, believing that she lived on was the first step. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Um, okay. And then, because I've had some spiritual spiritual mentors along the way, like different tips they gave me were, um, well, let's go back to the very beginning. So the very beginning, you're very close to the veil. Like it feels like you're being buoyed up. Like when um, they first pass away. I remember yeah, you saying when they that first at her funeral, away. like you felt her so close. Yes. And yeah. it felt so different. So if anyone's ever felt the spirit, quote unquote, like felt the Holy Ghost, it usually comes, for me, it comes from the front of the heart. Um, so mm. it's this feeling like it's coming from in front of you. Mm. Um but for Claire, it felt like she was hugging my heart from behind, if that mm. makes sense. So it's like this mm-hmm. warmth that comes from behind the heart. Mm. Um, and that's how it manifested for me. I, I've talked to another friend who had a son pass away, and she's like, yeah, that's, oh, that's interesting. That's how I would describe it as well. And so it could be mm. very similar that it is mm-hmm. more of like a being hugged from behind. Um, so that's like the actual actual sensation of what it feels like spiritually. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it's actually been like a ringing in the ear. I've had her manifest in that way where mm-hmm. I've had like a high humming in the ear um, when she's, it's like she's tried to speak to me and it's a high pitched frequency because they live on such a higher plane. So mm-hmm. I heard her through just a humming in the ear and it was this little nod of like, I'm here, mommy. Because um, mm-hmm. there was a point um, to share a story of that. Um, yeah. I had given birth to Eden and I, I co-sleep and, um, yeah. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> yeah. And I, you I don't still, have to. I still yeah. do. Yeah. Um, and so Eden was sleeping right next to me and the blanket had gotten up a little bit high and I went from a really, really deep sleep to being awakened like that. Like it was just awakened. And Mm -hmm. I saw the blanket and I pulled it down and then I laid back down and I had a ringing in my ear. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I wonder if that's Claire. Like it was just Mm -hmm. this thought of, I wonder Mm -hmm. if that's Claire. Mm Because I had heard like a few, I don't know, a few weeks before that, that a high-pitched ringing is usually a spirit. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was just like, oh, it is. It was her. She was there to wake me up, to help with Eden. Mm-hmm. And and comfort you probably too. Yeah, because a lot, a lot of postpartum for me with Eden has been <laughs> the trauma. Like it's brought up a lot of the trauma with Claire. 
Um, right. Makes sense. And so experiencing that was like, okay, she's watching out for us and she's taking care of her baby sister and um, yeah. making sure mm-hmm. she's safe. And so, yeah, I had a friend who's, who's spiritually gifted verify that for me. Like, was it Claire? And she's like, yeah, it was. And she's learning. She was learning how to engage in the physical world. She was learning how to wake me up, basically. Wow. <laughs> there was a guide with her who was helping wake me up. So I don't know. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. Oh, yeah. I, I bet there's so many stories that you could write a book probably. And I can't even wait for all of them to keep happening because that just means we get to feel Claire more. <laughs> yeah. And for me, that's been such a Inter- that's I said this before, but it's been such a big part of my healing is seeking mm-hmm. the spiritual things. Yeah. Um, so there's a book I'll have to look it up, and you can put it in your show notes. But um, sure, it's it's about um, an experience of a a father who passed away, or no, he was actually in a coma, and he was in a coma for several months. I don't even know how long, but he would he was living on the other side of the veil. While his body was in this coma-like state, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he comes back to live, and he writes a book about his experiences on the other side of the veil and how he engaged with his family during that time, wow. and instances that they had experienced where they felt him and knew he was with them. Mm-hmm. And so, it's just cool because you get both sides of the veil oh, yeah. and how it, how it interacted. And so, for okay, me, well, that's been so yeah. huge. So. Yeah, I'll put that in the show notes for sure. I'll get that from you after we have to yeah. do that. I just wanted to also reiterate the ringing in the ears, McKenna. I um, and not that this is really for the audience too. Like, um, I have a book. Uh, it's called The Healing Questions Guide by Wendy Jensen. Wendy with an I. And anyway, yeah, she talks about in there how ringing in the ears is associated with um, basically angels, guides, spiritual messages trying to come through. Mm-hmm. And not not being able to be heard or understood or even just learning, like you said, how to how to speak to you and communicate with you. And so um that's just really, really profound. And thank you so much for sharing yeah. that. Yeah, of course. So yeah, I mean I wanna I don't wanna like guide too much here because I just I know you ha- you have so much you could share. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I want to hear I'm like so open for all of it, and I know everybody's hanging on your every word. Um so I'm going to just say, go where you want from here. You know, what I was going to say is like the the things you want to share for a grieving mom. But if anything's coming yeah. through to share, like, please just do that. <laughs> well, no, because I think I can lead, lean into that because that is, for me, part of what a, a grieving mother could and should do is seek yeah. out spiritual things. That like, was number one. We did number yeah, one. <laughs> exactly. So check. <laughs> check. <laughs> because that's, I I don't know, like that's been such a big part for me yeah. that I'm like, yeah. if, if that's where your spirit is telling you to go, like go and yeah. don't be afraid and don't feel ashamed. Like for me, mm-hmm. energy healing was so taboo and Bef- obviously it comes, passing. yes. And yeah. it comes with a caution always because anything spiritual, like you want to proceed with the gift of discernment. So pray for that gift first and then proceed with that gift. And I think it's, we're entitled to that gift of discernment to know, oh, what's good and what's not and what's for my benefit and what's not. And so, yeah, 
especially after your baby has passed. Like, yeah, because you can like be really vulnerable. Just, like entitled. I'm like, nope. She gets it. She gets a free pass to understand spiritual things if she <laughs> seeks them. <laughs> exactly. Totally. Um, yeah. And it propels you to like innately. I think for me, it it was a natural thing to want to understand spiritual things because that just gave mm. me. Yeah. more reason to reach beyond the veil. And yeah. I think so many of us are seeking those things spiritually with what's happened since 2020. Like yep. it's kind of had this upheaval and like, what do yeah. I believe? And, oh, uh, you know, so yeah. Um, yeah. for me, that's where I took it. So seek spiritual things if that's um, pulling you. Okay. Um, and then the second thing I would say is allow yourself to feel your feelings and not be afraid of them, <laughs> not be ashamed of them or afraid of them. Allow yourself mm. to truly grieve and mm. feel it all because you have so much validity in your experience. And I think that's what so many of us seek is feeling valid for mm-hmm. our experiences mm-hmm. and allow that process to unfold and allow yourself mm-hmm. to I mean, you'll have you might have to set up a support system or mm-hmm. set up a sacred space for you to go to, you know, compartmentalize yeah. that grief and allow yourself to grieve within those confines. Um, cause it will spill over into a lot of your life and it's okay to have boundaries to like, hey, if you're if grief comes up in the middle of the store, like it's okay to leave your grocery cart and go in the car and cry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like However it shows up, like allow yourself to to grieve um, and to cry and to yell and scream and to be angry at God because He can handle it. Yeah, um, I, I think that. a lot of us feel the shame from, you know, questioning our faith or mm-hmm. feeling angry at God and how can you do this to me? And part of my grief was angry, being angry at myself for mm-hmm. not following the Spirit and it's just like allow yourself to feel all those feelings. Yeah. And yes. Just do it. <laughs> Cuz the yeah. the only way out is through. Yeah. Um so especially good. with grief. And so mm-hmm. you just have to feel it. Um cuz otherwise your body will hold on to it in different ways and it will it manifest will. itself in you know yeah. chronic chronic something. I, I, I want to comment on that if that's okay. Yeah, for sure. For a minute. I want to just share that like, even if you're doing your best to feel the things, sometimes the grief is so big that you still might have physical issues popping up. And that doesn't mean that you're not doing it right. Sometimes there's oh, yeah. just so much, so much times there's just so much grief that you're literally like your body will start breaking down in some ways. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let me <laughs> touch on that too. Cause sure, th- that reminded me, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. Because that's something that women, like, when you go through grief, and this is for anyone on either side, like, no one knows what it's actually like until you experience it. And then everyone in your world is like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Like, I, as the grieving person, don't know what to do and don't know what to say. And I don't know what to tell people while I'm in grief to be like, this is what I need from you. Mm. (laughs) So... Um, the physical things though, like no one, I had no idea that my body would literally like have so many physical problems and like beyond the emotional problems, it was like, I had a lot of 
and I became pregnant and that just added to it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like how much dysfunction, but like you will want to sleep all the time. Like you will want to sleep all the time and allow yourself to sleep if you can, like if you're not a full working full time or whatever, like grief is exhausting to your body. Um, Mm. And so sleep will be a huge factor and just allow yourself to. Um, Mm. But I, I don't, want to talk about all my ailments, but physically, yes, physically you will go through a lot and that's just your body. Exactly. It's manifesting those things that are within Mm because grief is so big. And so it's so big. And I like to think that it's not like, yes, there are physical problems, but especially like during sleeping, for example, there's also really good healing happening too. So Mm -hmm. the, the physical symptoms are going to tell you, Hey, you know, this, this thing might be stored or, Hey, this is really big grief. And you'll be like, yes, I know. Thank you for screaming at me via this ulcer or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but also, you know, when you're resting and sleeping or even just depressive, like I like to believe that there's like a lot of being repaired in your spirit body or in your mm-hmm. energetic, energetically and emotionally. And so sleeping can be really productive. I, I, I just want to reiterate that. Um, mm-hmm. And then I wanted to say one thing. I remember when we were working together, there was a point where you felt like you needed to take space. Like there was such a deep, deep grief in you that was going to be loud and messy that you kind of intuitively knew you needed to like go away from your family to really fully be able to let it out. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah, and I've I've had that here still cuz I'm still living with my my mother and father and mm-hmm. um it's there is that time where it's like I don't know where to go but my husband has always gone he will go to her gravesite and that's where he has like his alone time. Um for me I never felt drawn to going to her gravesite especially cuz it's on it's kind of on a busy like there's a busy street right next to it. And so it's like, mm-hmm. I don't want people seeing me. <laughs> yeah. So like for me, I've had to find places or salt where I have that space yeah. mm-hmm. um, to actually just let it out or cry. And sometimes it's the car. Mm-hmm. Um, so just allow yourself to find a place that's quiet and that's alone and that you're not going to be asked questions. Cause it's like, you know, yeah. it's like, you don't want to be at church and, trying to grieve and people are like, are you okay? It's just like, just <laughs> no, let I'm me not be. okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I just wanted to say that because, um, sometimes we're still learning how to navigate grief. And especially if, if you, if you have a child pass away, it's a, it's a whole new level of grief. And so mm-hmm. I just wanted to mention that, you know, that need to maybe take some space and get it away from other people in order to have the safety to really un, unwind all of that's mm-hmm. there. So Okay. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Thanks for letting me so, share. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Third, The third one. Yeah, we did. Spi- the first one is the spiritual, if it's calling you. The second one is the, oh, I just had it. What was it? <laughs> what was your second one? Taking space to That's, feel your feelings. Yeah, feel your feelings. Like, feel them. Yep. And then mm-hmm. what would be your next one? Um, I think it would be... Um, vocalize. So sometimes, and this might be easier later on, but like Mm -hmm. sometimes you just have to say where you're at to other people and whether that's on social media or not, um, you need to vocalize that you need help and that you're drowning. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh, which I thought you did so beautifully, you guys. I mean, can we just tell them your social real quick just so yeah. that they can know where to find you? Go ahead. Sure. So my personal account is McKenna Woolley. That's where I post a lot of my creative healing journey. Um, it's ever evolving right now. I'm trying to really establish what who I am and what I'm doing um, in yeah. the world. But McKenna Woolley. So it's M-C-K-E-N-N-A-W-O-O-L-L-E-Y. Yes. Um, and She's I a have beautiful sev- writer, by the way. You got it. Several gotta projects going on. Yeah. Yeah. So, and there's so many reels with Claire. Oh my gosh. She made the most beautiful, like two, it's two different reels that kind of go together because it was longer. And it's just, she's, well, the thing is McKenna is so gifted with graphic design and video and photography and like colors, just colors. And so she put together such beautiful story and tribute of Claire on social media. You might want to go check it out. If you want to like bring a box of tissues, but it's so (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So for me, um, oh, maybe that should be the fourth tip. So I have a fourth tip. (laughs) Just came to mind. (laughs) We're we're just flowing. We're flowing. We're we're flowing. Exactly. So (laughs) third tip. I don't even know what I was saying. What was Um, Oh, vocalize. Vocalize. So vocalize your journey, whether, whether it's privately, it doesn't have to be on social media. Um, Vocalize it either to a friend, someone you trust, write it down in a journal, like get it out of your body in some physical way. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. there's grief journals, there's memoir journals, there's just speaking with friends. I had constant girls nights. That was something so healing for me. Mm-hmm. I had a group of friends that we talked about deep spiritual things. We talked about conspiracies. We talked about what's going on in the world. Like it was just my, my support group, people who I really trust. And so that was helpful. Like just find an outlet for expressing your grief, expressing Mm. yourself, expressing in some way, whether it's through vocalizing it, which is very healing, um, but also Mm. through movement or, um, so that would bring me to the fourth thing is find some sort of creative outlet. Um, creation yeah. as a woman mm-hmm. is like our sacral energy is so important for finding our voice um, and finding ourselves again um, because we as mothers and because it's almost like when you lose a child, you lost something that you created. Right. Um, and oh. so you have to heal that creative part of you. Oh. So you, for me, it's like she was 11 months old. And so I was still nursing her. I was still her source of life. And mm-hmm. so for me to lose that, like I have had to heal my creative source because mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. it was like, I gave up this beautiful creation. Mm. It's like mm. if you spent two years creating a piece of artwork and then you set it on flames, like you're going to grieve oh. that time you had with them and that right. potential. And so for me, that's been a huge part of healing. So I like for me, it's been art, but that's because it's always been a part of me. But for yeah. someone else, it could be singing or could be dancing or just mm-hmm. something to shift you from this me- this melancholy state to mm-hmm. get you out of this grief. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it will still be with you, but you're allowed to process it in a creative way um, mm-hmm. instead of just I wallowing. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. 
so wise. I think about how long, it, just how many hours of crying and depressiveness and tears to be able to take these nuggets and put them on this podcast for other women. You guys, this is so special. It's so valuable. And I think at the very least, just go give McKenna a follow and tag along, say hi to her, let her know that you listen to this podcast. Um, I'll put her Instagram handle below. Speaking of art, you guys, we didn't get to talk a little bit about this yet, but I mean, kind of, but McKenna is a, an amazing artist along with being a brand designer. She can do logos and websites, but you want to just tell us a little bit about what you're doing with your art right now, like as your creative outlet. Yeah, for sure. So for me, um, probably at the year mark of her passing, I got to this point where I'm like, I am ready to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, and my husband's been into crypto. He was got into crypto right after her passing. And so we got heavy into, it's called NFTs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically digital collectibles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started creating a collection of art pieces that um, it's... It's a generative project. So you basically create all the layers and then the computer generates hundreds of variations of this artwork. So I, I created this collection, which I haven't even launched yet. It was kind of, I, I don't know what this piece of the puzzle is and where it fits yet, but it was like, I was compelled to create this project. And then now it's kind of like on the back burner, but it's still there. You're such a manifester. But, oh, totally. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like I have so I many it. projects that I'm like, oh, I okay, I don't know what to do with this. That's awesome. Um, but so the whole project is based on loss and healing and mm-hmm. motherhood. So it's there's so many NFT projects out there and they're all like pictures of bored apes or of like monkey like (laughs) random like really random art pieces but this I wanted to be a a meaningful project for women and mothers and to be a symbol within the world that motherhood is sacred and that healing and opposition and so it's called Mothers of Eden um, Mm because it's based on the Garden of Eden and and women being Mm. the propellers of a lot of like Eve being the propel propeller of the mm. world mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. allowing opposition in. Um, mm. Yeah. So, and my daughter, we named her Eden. So it's just kind mm-hmm. of this beautiful collection mm-hmm. that symbolizes my journey, um, oh, but also the so journey cool. of other mothers. So I, yeah. each, each figure. So it's a, a woman who's holding a baby and the babies are symbolic. Some of them are angel babies. Some of them are rainbows. Some of them are pineapples, which represents infertility and IVF. Um, there's some that represent puzzle pieces to mm-hmm. represent like autism or, you know, whatever life experience mm-hmm. the mother has, mm-hmm. the baby tells the story of. So, yeah. oh my um, so that's the Mothers of Eden project. Um, that that? was um there's it's at mothers of eden on instagram but i mark it on twitter for the nft community but um it's in the works it'll it'll launch when it's meant to it will um (laughs) and it will be yeah it'll be a digital collectible so you collect it and then you become it's like almost like a membership in a way like you become part of this community but it's also tied into 
um, like finance where you're, it's, I can't say investing, um, but you're buying a project that you believe in and that you see could have long-term value. Um, because if you buy a lot and then you sell off a couple, if the value goes up, like it's kind of like the supply and demand stuff. So I don't want to get into yeah, that. But. I'm like, you guys go Google NFT <laughs> yeah, and, and then we'll put the link below to find her project and you can educate yourselves. Yeah. We won't go into that here, yeah, exactly. but For needless sure. to say, it's a really cool new thing that's happening in the world. It's kind of at the forefront of the digital yeah. movement and right now. So yeah, it's it's very, like, and of course, McKenna's into it because she's like always at the forefront. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like the digital, the renaissance for artwork, like the digital renaissance for artwork, because never before very have cool. you been able to have royalties built into artwork so it's it's actually really a cool concept so oh my gosh I love it anyway so that's the project that kind of propelled me out of grief and back into my creative my creative self so right now I'm actually I've been starting quarterly events where we do creative healing sessions so Mm. I do them on the equinox and the um, solstice. Mm -hmm. So fall, spring, summer, winter. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's basically, yeah, it's a new thing. I started it last month for the fall equinox and we basically had a ceremony where we came together and we move, we did movement like yoga. We had sound, um, like sound bowls. And then we also made creative artwork that just came from our intuition. So, Mm. oh, I did see that on social media, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So amazing. Yes. Well, so many this has facets. been so perfect. Yeah. I, I love this. So we had just to review the first one was go into the spiritual, follow where it's calling you, don't be afraid. The second one, now my mind is blanking again. I get so nervous when I review them because I'm like, I'm going to forget them. And then I do. Do you remember what their second one was? <laughs> second one was, oh, great. No, wait. What was it? Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we don't have to put them in order. The third one was vocalize. And yes. the fourth one was um, find a creative create. Outlet. Yeah, and you yes. guys can know the second one. You can just go listen to it. <laughs> we don't. We're not that. We're not that with it right now. I don't remember okay. what we're talking about. The last. We're at about forty minutes, so I want to wrap up here. But the yeah. last couple minutes, could you just tell us real quick, like a few really highlighted, like yes, do this for a friend that is grieving, and please don't do this kind of a thing. Yes, yes. So for me, like. 
a lot of grief for other people. Like they will, you will, and as the mother, you will have to know that like when you are faced with other people, they will come to you with their own grief. Like when we first had the loss and we had so many people flood into our home and like be there as a support, a lot of people came with their own grief. So when you go through something, it will spark grief in other people because they've had loss or whatever. So we had quite a few friends who came to quote unquote help us, but they were actually sharing their grief (laughs) as well. Mm -hmm. So for me, like this might be number five. Sorry, I keep going back to the the grieving person, but um, you you have to learn energetic boundaries. You have to learn how to like separate okay, is this my grief or is this their grief? And be able to separate the two. Mm-hmm. Um, so f- as far as advice for someone who doesn't know what to do, um, it's just showing up. Like you just got to show up in any way you can. Um, you don't ask for how. You just step in and you have to see a need and be empathetic and it will like you will fulfill a need if you just follow the spirit, like pray beforehand and be like, okay, what kind of support can I be? And just let me see the need and let me act on it. Um, because they don't know what they need. Um, so I had so many friends who helped me with the funeral, um, took my kids, my older kids to play. They bought them toys. Like, just step in and be there. And then that's, especially at the beginning, like that was an incredible support, but not only that, but keep showing up along the way as you can. Obviously you have your own life and that person will grieve in their own time and in their own way, even if you aren't there. And that time is important for them to go through. Um, but keep showing up because the grief doesn't stop after the funeral is over. Um, that's one of the hardest parts. So they aren't there. Um, they're, you know, people go away, they go back to their regular life and then you are left to grieve and you start feeling the extensive anguish. Um, so just show up. That's number one. And then number two is keep showing up. So a lot of women or a lot of people in the grief process, like you have the initial event and everyone's in shock and everyone pulls in to support you in that first month or two. And, and then it all fades away. Like Mm. everyone goes back to their normal lives and you are left with the, the gaping, gaping wound in your soul. Yeah. And I think that's a product of us as a collective, not really understanding grief and how it works and how long it Uh really does take. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so my advice is to show up initially, obviously, and fill the needs where they are. Um, For me, I had friends who helped with the funeral who basically planned it entirely. Like my husband and I, we planned a lot, but they were the ones who executed it and helped Mm -hmm. us find flowers, helped us find location um, Mm, because we couldn't do it. We couldn't do it at a church because I didn't want to wear masks and mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. all 2020. But so it it was so amazing to have people just come and they would take my older kids and just 
dote on them, buy them toys and have them play with their friends their kids and yeah so that was beautiful like we just had this incredible support system um Mm -hmm. and then even though I had friends who've had children pass away so I am part of a huge community of women and quite a few of them have had children who've passed away um Mm -hmm. and they they warned me that okay like just so you know after the funeral's over like everyone kind of goes away Mm -hmm. um and they're like we're not going to do that (laughs) But Mm -hmm. they did. They kind of did. They went back to their regular lives, and that's totally normal. And I think part of the grieving process is allowing yourself that space to grieve, and people will go away. You know, people will go back to their lives. So if you are a supportive friend, like, keep showing up in any way you can, even if it's just a text and they don't respond. Like, they very likely won't respond. Um, during that huge grief process, but just show up anyway, just keep showing up because Mm. it is received. Like whether you think it's not received or if they don't respond or heart it or whatever, they're still seeing it. So keep showing up, Mm. um, in, in all the ways. Right. Yeah. So it could be just dropping a meal off because the first year we did not cook. We went, we went out to eat for an entire year, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it's signing up for a meal train or something where meals come in, like I wouldn't say for an entire year, but like mm-hmm. meals would be huge. Like yeah. take that off of their plate mm-hmm. at any point in, mm-hmm. especially the first year. Amazing. Um, or gift cards or whatever, however you can do it or share. If you've made a meal and you have extras, like share your leftovers. Like it's, we literally ate out for a year. Cause when you're grieving, like when you've gone through trauma, it's like, you cannot even make a decision cause it feels like life or death. Every decision feels life or death. And so. Cause your body's could, in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I couldn't even decide what to eat or what to feed my kids. And it was just a pr- like it, it's already a struggle in my home of like, Oh, I don't know what to feed anyone and no one eats what I make anyway. But so yeah. that just like was magnified during the grief mm. process. Mm-hmm. So yeah, show up, keep showing up. And then number three is show up um, some more. No, I'm just kidding. Show up some more. Yeah. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Cause like, yeah, I, I think I'm that's truly what the only thing we need, like be a real friend. And the things you probably shouldn't do are like people try to provide comforting words um, like, oh, I know, you know, you might share like what you believe or what you know, but in reality, like that person who's grieving, they have to come to that conclusion on their own by the spirit. Like you can't really know what hap- what happened and oh everything happens for a reason like don't say crap like that like <laughs> that's not what don't, we need don't do it cuz the spirit will teach them anyway so just trust that they're going to receive their own revelation about what happened um and so it's not really necessary to say those things um unless you are like literally a spiritually inclined person and you have specific gifts like you can share those gifts and then they can discern with the spirit if it's true and um, but yeah, for me, it was like, I just, I just needed people to show up 
and to keep showing up because <laughs> you will go through waves of like complete yeah. and utter despair and panic mm-hmm. and you will ride so many waves of grief. And as, as someone who's grieving, you feel like you're expending every single resource you have and every friend you have. You're like, I really hate that I'm in this situation and that I can't get out of it, but I really need people to keep showing up. And so thankfully I have a lot of friends. So I didn't like, I have a huge web support group. Mm -hmm. Um, Cause otherwise you're going to feel like you're taking on, like you're giving your grief to so many people or like the same person over and over and over again. And so, mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, yeah, I remember, I remember praying for you together with the community of energy healers and coaches and people like that. And mm-hmm. it was like the most incredible feeling. And I was like sobbing and feeling and, um, like privately on my own zoom and it was just healing for everyone, I think, mm-hmm. um, including you and Phil. So, oh, yeah. thank you so much. This has been so, so good. This yes. has been beyond words. You guys, please, I encourage you to reach out to McKenna personally. If you, um, are going through this or have a friend that you're trying to support through it, I mean, you're welcome to reach out to me as well. And then also, um, if you want to do any of the collect the digital art collectibles, um, what's your Twitter handle? So it's Mothers of Eden. Well, my Twitter handle is, yeah, Mothers of Eden. Okay. Um, and the website is mothersofeden.com. Oh, where yeah. Where you can Check see the website. artwork. Yes. Yeah. And, and you can also see McKenna's amazing talent in building websites and branding. <laughs> you're, you're doing some branding for uh, like some coach friends of mine and I'm just, they're the luckiest. She's really, really yeah. good. So I'm so proud of you and I'm in awe of you more than anything. And I feel honored to have been able to share a place at the table of your grief with you. And also, um, I feel so special that I've been able to witness such a huge transition in you. Like, You guys, your body knows the way. And if you follow your body and you listen to it and you stay close to it, it will lead you through the grief. And that's, that's just something I know. And, and in my programs, that's something I teach completely. And I, on Instagram, I'm talking about it all the time. Your body knows, especially with grief that feels so scary and big and uncharted, literally your body and your spirit, they know what to do with grief. So just use them, move them, take care of them, be with professionals that can help you connect with them. Um, and thank you again so much, McKenna, for sharing your wisdom with us today. Yes, of course. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Okay, you guys, all the links will be in the show note. I'll put the book that I talked about, the book that McKenna was talking about. I'll put her NFT link, her website, and her Instagram. And of course, my stuff will be there too. So love you all. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you, McKenna. You're welcome. Hey, everybody. Lizzie Langston, the postpartum coach here. I help women go from struggling postpartum to thriving postpartum. And, uh, that's a, it might sound like a crazy, crazy thing to try to do, but I actually have a really simple three-step process that I created both from my own experience in the trenches. It's been almost a decade of me either living my own experience postpartum and, or getting certified as a life coach and creating a holistic body centered three-step process that involves yogic principles and mindfulness. It's quite Eastern, but it's not complicated. It is rich and yet it is totally, totally digestible for in the moment for a stay-at-home mom, for a working mom, whatever situation you have going on. So you can learn it. I'm helping people right now 
via private coaching. And I also have a group coaching program. Email me Lizzie at lizzielangston.com. I will reply to you, answer your questions and figure out, help you figure out which, whether the group or private coaching is best for you. That's how you can work with me right now. And we'll talk to you soon. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money and 